I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 112 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, dads, there is very little time left for Christmas shopping out there, but my guest today has got the finest watches available that will make the perfect gift for any occasion. George Fox, the founder and CEO of NFW Watches, will be joining me here in just a minute. And I had the honor of meeting George down at the Conclave of Warriors in Miami, where he was one of the guest speakers. So I am very excited to have him on the show with me today. Please stick around for the interview. My mind is still bent from yesterday's interview with Oz Perlman. He pulled off an amazing stunt right on the air here with me, and I still don't know how the hell he did it. If you missed my conversation with Oz, the mentalist, please rewind it back to episode 111. You have got to hear what took place on the air. Uh, This is truly one of the best times of the year, especially if you are a dad like me with young children. I'm not sure what religion you may practice out there, but for me, it is Christmas time, and I love the wonder that I get to witness with my two little ones, and I'm a fan of the Elf on the Shelf. Uh, We have two of them that visit our home every year, and the two things that my youngest son and my daughter do every morning is run and check where the elves are, and then it's time to open their 24 days until Christmas calendar chocolate, and uh, this morning, my daughter was a little sluggish. She couldn't get the motor going didn't want to get out of bed and all I really had to do was just say hey uh, I can't find the elves where'd they go and bang she jumped right up got out of bed and went on the hunt so uh, whatever your traditions are this time of the year I hope you are enjoying them I am still finalizing the lineup for this week, uh, but for now, I'm going to call it tomorrow. I will be joined here uh, by Joe DeSena, the founder of Spartan Race and Death Race. Thursday, I'm going to have Justin McClure. And then Friday, I'm going to close the year out with first-class father and highly successful entrepreneur, Joel Marion. So please, lock it into first-class fatherhood and check with me on Twitter and Instagram for scheduling changes. And I cannot say thank you enough for all of you guys out there who are listening and supporting the podcast here. And I would love to ask you if you can get over to iTunes and and drop me a rating and a review. It would really go a long way to help me out. doesn't have to be nothing long or fancy. It could just be a quick one line, hey, I like this podcast. It would take a couple of minutes, and it would really go a long way to help me out here. So I would appreciate that if you could do it. So please keep it locked in here. We are celebrating fatherhood. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here on the podcast. So let me smack you guys with a quick little spot, and I will be right back with George Fox. I'm Alec Lace, and you are listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is a first class father who is responsible for making the most badass watches available on the planet. He is the founder and CEO of NFW Watches. It is a great privilege for me to say, George Fox, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks very much, Alec. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. I just want to say uh, you are doing an awesome job and you've got some really amazing guests on the show. So thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, and count yourself right there amongst them. It is an honor to have you here. So let's do this. How many kids do you have and how old are they? 
Let's see, I've got three kids. I've got a 17-year-old son who's about to turn 18 next month, so we'll have a, a man here. And uh, his name is Taz. And then I've got a 12-year-old daughter, Ella. And our little guy just turned nine in October, and his name is Ben. Wow, yeah, you're going to have a man, and I'm about to have a teenager in my house. My oldest is uh, going to be 13 in a few months here, so I'm trying to kind of callous my mind for what's to come, what you've been through already. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what type of sports or activities are they into? Uh, my oldest son is not a sports guy. He's, uh, he's an extremely talented artist, actually, and uh, he just got into the college of his first choice. And he also got a $45,000 scholarship. Uh, he's, he's a really great artist. Um, not a sports guy. Um, my daughter is a competitive gymnast. She just took uh, second place at the Rhode Island Invitational, uh, where they invite uh, gymnasts from all over New England, and she took second place overall. Uh, she's, uh, she's tough, man. Um, her coaches are CrossFit instructors, so she's got the – She's got six-pack abs. <laughs> and, uh, and then our little guy, Ben, he, uh, he's a great soccer player and, uh, and baseball, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I love the variety, George. My oldest son, he's a big reader. I've got some chess players in the family. Uh, they're into wrestling, basketball. There's a little diversity with my guys, and that's really all part of the fun. It is. You know, it's funny. You can have, you know, three different kids or, in your case, four, right? Yep, four. Uh, three boys and a girl. And, you know, all living in the same house, raised by the same parents, and they can turn out to be completely different from each other. It's amazing. It is, and I'm seeing that more each year, and I'm trying to adapt and keep up with the changes. Uh, tell me, George, do you coach the kids at all, or do you uh, cheer them on from the sidelines? Um, yeah, I do I do some coaching, and I, and I love it. I, I coach uh, spring and fall soccer and spring and fall baseball, so kind of doing double duty. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm the same way. I really enjoy coaching them at them early ages, the four, five, and six, before it gets uh, too competitive. Uh, I love doing all the practices and having playing the fun games and, and just learning the basics with them. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And, you know, uh, the other coaches that I coach with, uh, you know, we're all really in alignment that, you know, we're, we're teaching them the skills, we're making sure they're having fun, and sort of a, the overarching theme is, you know, good old-fashioned sportsmanship, too. Yeah, and I think the main goal really there is just to get the kids to enjoy the experience so that they want to come back again and play it again next year. Yes, exactly. All right, George, please take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Sure. Um, I, I really don't have a typical career path. I you know, started off, uh, I was a professional windsurfer back in the 80s, and uh, from there I went to work for the manufacturers of the windsurfing equipment. Uh, from there, I started up a company with my dad, uh, building uh, sort of, I guess you'd call it, high-end steel and glass tables. And we built the company up to where we had 25 showrooms around the U.S. And from there, I went, uh, went to Timex. And I spent 10 years at Timex. I walked in the door knowing zero about watches, but they liked my furniture design skills and the fact that I could run a business. And uh, so I, I really learned the watch industry at Timex for, you know, over the course of 10 years. I really did everything from design work to meeting with the buyers for all the big retailers. Uh, I handled all the Disney 
license agreements. Uh, I would travel the world. You know, for example, I would go to Tokyo looking for technology trends that were emerging. I'd go to Paris for fashion trends that were emerging. I'd go to Asia to work with different suppliers. And I really learned to uh, to uh, run the, the full business of a watch company. So at some point, I just said, you know what, I think I can do this better on my own. And I want to make some really nice watches where really the the finance guys won't run the show. It'll be the design and engineering and build of the watch that will take priority. And so I started NFW uh, about 14 years ago, and we're we're doing great. So, yeah. That's awesome. And it's funny because you never know what certain skills that you pick up along the way that are going to be useful to you. I mean, it's so cool that you were able to apply what you learned and start such a successful company. It goes back to that Jim Rohn quote that I love, which says, uh, don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. Um, Tell me, George, when did fatherhood come into the picture for you and how did that change your perspective on life? Well, you know, my uh, my 17-year-old, who's now almost 18, was with my first wife and you know, frankly, I, I don't think I was quite ready to be a dad then. And, you know, I was, you know, I was really more about myself, honestly. And, I, you know, I loved, I was traveling all over the world and having a great time. And, you know, our, our marriage kind of blew up. Uh, but then when uh, I got married again, we had uh, two more kids. And that's when I, I think I really matured into being a dad and, uh, and now it's, you know, it's, I would say it's the biggest part of my life, and, and I love it. All right, George, I don't know about you, but some of the terminology that we use today drives me a little crazy. Like when we say our kids are having play dates, that kind of drives me nuts. Uh, how do you feel about that? And at what ages were you comfortable with your kids having sleepovers, whether that be sleeping over someone's house or having them sleep over yours? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, play date, uh, yeah, that's that's a very common term these days. Yeah, it always kind of rubs me in the wrong way, and I'm I'm not sure why. It just doesn't feel right to me. Um, we, you know, for sleepovers, we started doing that. God, I think maybe at like three or four years old, pretty young, and and our kids are really. I, I think they're well grounded, and there was never once an incident, you know, in the middle of the night, you know, waking up homesick or anything like that. Um, so yeah, we started young, and it was never an issue. Um, yeah. All right. Very cool. All right. What can you tell me and my listeners about NFW watches and what are your plans for the future of the company? Uh, sure. Yeah. We, um, we just got the license with the U.S. Army and this is our first big license agreement. So we'll be producing watches, uh, for the Army with the Army brand logo on the watches. And, and that's kind of a big deal. Um, uh, our, our main push really is to, uh, raise funds for different veteran support organizations. Um, and we've worked with a lot of the big ones, you know, like Chris Kyle Frog Foundation, Lone Survivor Foundation, uh, Green Beret Foundation. Um, I think my favorite one, though, is a, uh, a mid-sized one called Operation Enduring Warrior. And what they do is they, they really, uh, get a lot of the guys who are amputees kind of back into living life again. And we get them out running Spartan races and things like that. And it's, it's a tremendous experience, and I always say that, you know, even though we raise a lot of money for them, these guys always give me more back, you know, in terms of inspiration and perspective on life, you know, so uh, I, I love supporting them. 
All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, George, that was what really stood out to me when I met you down at the Conclave of Warriors in Miami. I love the way that you give back and that you're involved with raising money, especially for our veterans. I'm so thankful for our servicemen and women, and I try to reach out to as many veterans as I can to bring them on the show here, uh, give them a chance to talk about their fatherhood journeys. And I've been blessed to have, you know, over a dozen Navy SEALs and so many other special operations guys on the podcast. So tell me, George, has all the charitable work and raising money that you do, how has that impacted your kids? Do they get a chance to see all of that and, and get a chance to be a part of it in any way? Yeah, they do. Um, you know, one thing they do is they, they always go to the Spartan races and they they see me racing with these guys. And, you know, it really gives them you know, some, I would say like a a peek into what that is all about and how hard these guys try and that, that you know, they embody that, that never quit spirit. And, and I can see that, you know, rubbing off on my kids. It's really, it's really something. Um, and then another thing we do, uh, because we're a watch company, uh, you know, when you turn your clocks back in the fall, you gain that extra hour. And so for the last few years, we've been doing something called the NFW uh, Hour Challenge or Extra Hour Challenge. And so what we do is we put it out there to our community and say, hey, what are you going to do with your extra hour? Let's all do something good for somebody else with that extra hour. So so my kids love to bake a lot of cookies, and so we'll bake dozens of cookies, and then we'll deliver them down to the local fire fire department and police station. Yeah, that's awesome, George, especially this time of the year to be able to give back and put others before yourself. I think a lot of the times you hear stories about people that seem like they have it all, uh, but they really kind of feel empty inside. And it's not until they start uh, helping other people or giving back that they really find true happiness. So there really seems to be something magical that happens when you start helping other people. And for many guys, the first glimpse that they get of that philosophy is through fatherhood. You know, they finally get the opportunity to see uh, that it's possible to love somebody more than you love yourself. And um, it brings authentic joy to make somebody else really happy. Yeah. You know, I've read studies that say, you know, one of the best cures for depression is to do something good for someone else, to go volunteer some of your time. You know, it doesn't take money, just take some of your time. And what you get out of it is so much perspective. You know, like when I run these races with these guys, you know, we'll have a guy with no legs doing a Spartan race, trudging through the mud on his stumps. And, Amazing. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my hip kind of hurts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and that, that, you know, literally that gives me perspective, just witnessing that happening. That's awesome, man. All right, uh, George, please, so what, tell my listeners, what does NFW stand for and how did you come up with the name? <laughs> Good question. Um NFW really stands for nice fucking watches, and uh, <laughs> it sort of sets the tone for the company. Um, we don't make compromises. We make these watches as good as they can possibly be made, and I don't cut corners. Uh, so they, they literally are nice fucking watches. Um, but as far as the way the, the name came about, just a quick funny story for you, but I was, you know, I had the first four collections of watches all designed, and I could not find a name that I could trademark that I really liked. And so I was ready to go, but the company didn't have a name to even put on the watches. And so it became this obsession trying to find a word. And you can you can go to the U.S. Uh, trademark and Patent Office's website. It's kind of a fun thing to do. Plug in a word, 
and, and it'll run a search for you. You can see who owns that word. And pretty much any word you can think of is owned by somebody. Um, so I was on the highway, driving along with my wife, and I turned around and I go, what do you think of nice fucking watches? And she's like, oh, that sounds pretty good. I like that. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, and I said, you know, let's just call it NFW because it's not a word. It's just three letters. And we can probably get the trademark on it. And sure enough, they went through, and and we own the uh, those letters NFW. So yeah, yeah, that's so cool, George. The name really serves the watch as well. Now, was there ever a moment where you kind of hesitated before telling somebody uh, what the name of the company was? Yeah, it was it was really uh, literally a crossroads in the the start of the company where I was up at the Reebok headquarters, and I was brought up there to um, to see if they wanted to get into making watches for all the um, all the athletes that are sponsored by Reebok, all the, the pro athletes. And so we're in the big boardroom. There's like 20 people in there, all the executives of Reebok. And then one of the vice presidents walks into the room, sits down, and, you know, everyone had been looking at the watches, but no one brought up the question yet of what does NFW mean. So that's the first thing he says. He looks at me, so what does that mean? And I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, this is like, I'm at the pinnacle of corporate America right here. <laughs> and uh, and I'm thinking, this is either going to make it or break it. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to say it loud and proud. I said, nice fucking watches. And he <laughs> he let it sink in for a second. Then he slams the table and goes, I love it. Write this guy a big order. And he gets up and leaves. Yeah, that's awesome. And it really is a testament that sometimes uh, you have to do what you believe in and you, and you have to take a chance and go all in at times. And I really I love that story. Thanks, man. Yeah, you got to have passion for what you're doing. All right, George, uh, do you have your kids rocking the watches? Do they work in the company in any capacity or are they kind of separate from all that? No, they're pretty much separate from it. My, my older son does wear a couple of the watches. Um, it was funny. His mom bought him an Apple watch a couple of years ago. And I was not too happy about that, obviously. And but he's fo- he really follows the trend that I've seen so often now, where he wore it for a couple months and then he just kind of got tired of it, or the styling of it didn't really suit his personality. And then it slowly faded away, and he went back to wearing, uh, and you know, a regular analog watch. And of course, he wears NSW watches. So so yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting little experiment within the family. But uh, the younger kids are not wearing them yet, but uh, they will definitely be wearing them soon. I bet. All right, George, please tell my listeners where they can go and buy one of these watches, uh, where they can go online and make a purchase. Uh, really, we sell direct to to the consumer, so they could go to nfwonline.com. They're always welcome to contact me directly right through the website, too. All right, I will be including a link in the description of this podcast episode so my listeners can just tap the link, get over there, check out your awesome selection of watches, pick one out for themselves. Last thing I'm going to hit you with here, George, I love to ask all the dads I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Yeah, if if I could just mention two things that I was thinking of, actually. Um, one was really, you know, don't fall into those stupid TV stereotypes of a dad. That drives me nuts. You know, you see it in a lot of sitcoms and commercials where the the dad is sort of a doofus. You know, he's kind of an idiot. And, you know, the dads I know are not like that. And, you know, you know, you got to step up and and take charge. And, you know, the moms are awesome, no doubt about it. But as a dad, you know, 
don't fall into those stereotypes and you know don't don't uh don't take a backseat role to to being a dad you step up and go for it um but the other thing i wanted to mention was you know i've, I've seen a lot of dads be kind of annoyed at their kids like all the time and you know i i would hate to see more dads do that you know i get annoyed by my kids sometimes but i, I think if we take a step back have some patience and really uh, kind of look at what we've done. We've created these little human beings. Let's, let's teach them. Let's have fun with them and, uh, and, and have some patience. Um, I, I, I know we all are busy, we're working hard, but uh, if, if you really listen to your kids, you can learn a lot from them. You can have so much fun with them. Um, so just enjoy it. Awesome, George. Well said. I love the message. It has really been a pleasure to have you here on the show today. And I got to say thank you so much for taking the time to join me on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you, Alex. All right, guys, I'll be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood, and I got to give a special thank you once again to George Fox for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was awesome. And do yourself a favor, folks. Get over to nfwonline.com and check out this guy's selection of watches. They are the best watches available online right now. They're a hot item. Get over there and check them out. There's still time before the Christmas hits you here, and they will make a great gift for any occasion. So please, check them out. It was a pleasure to have him on the podcast today. Still to come this week, keep it locked in. I'm going to have Joe DeSena joining me, Justin McClure, and Joel Marion. You do not want to miss. Keep it locked in to First Class Fatherhood. We're going to close out the year with a bang. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we are not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Oh, Lazarus.